0: Thanks for tuning in to Real Original. Today, we're going to be discussing the movie Fractured. My name's Dave. I'm Nathaniel. And I'm Ricardo. Great. These are some of my buddies here, and I think we're going to have a great conversation about Fractured. First of all, I feel like I owe you guys an apology. Every time I communicated with you about the movie, I'm pretty sure I called it Fractures. (laughs) And when I went to search for it on Netflix, I searched as Fractures, and Fractured kept coming up, and I was like, this isn't the movie we agreed on, is it? And I swear to God. Tremors. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. I do want to see Tremors. I was thinking about doing that as one of the next movies. Oh, it's a
1: great movie. Love that series. Basically That's Andy a Kevin kind of movie, great, right? Yep, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's going to be wonderful. So anybody tuning into the podcast, uh, we are going to be discussing the movie in depth, and we're probably going to be spoiling the shit out of it. Personally, I don't really think it's a movie that hurts to be spoiled. You're, <laughs> you're not missing much. Uh, I don't know how you guys felt about it, but uh, I guess that's a great jumping off point. What was your overall impression of the movie, guys? Well, personally, um, I was pretty
2: uh, bored, to be honest. I thought it was kind of repetitive. Um, and, you know, well, I'm sure we'll get into the twist ending here in a bit, but well, double twist ending. I, I just wasn't I wasn't a fan of it. Uh, I didn't think a lot of it made sense. Um, But that's also kind of me. I I don't like a lot of movies that aren't pretty straightforward or realistic when they try to portray themselves as realistic. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was lost a lot of the times. And then when it came up, uh, I looked – when when I ended it, I started doing a little more research. And I was like, oh, that's what they meant. (laughs) And if I have to do that with a movie, I'm default. Like, it's not a good movie. But maybe I'm just stupid. (laughs)
1: No, I I agree with you. Here's the thing about this movie is – I feel like it's been done before and it's been done way better. Um, And like the immediate example that came to mind was Memento, which is a Mm. similar concept, but done and executed way, way better.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's definitely been done before and done better. The movie was very formulaic and Mm -hmm. it had that feeling that I had watched it before um, throughout the whole experience, I would say that, like, I didn't hate this movie and I understand why it was made. It's a Netflix exclusive movie that they had basically commissioned for uh, last Halloween, the, uh, the Halloween of 2019. They had four movies slated to release and this was one of them. Hmm. And to me, when I see movies like this, I see these as just being like filler movies in between passion product projects and things that keep actors and directors getting paychecks. Because not every movie that comes out can be a unique script. Some of them are going to be this kind of formulaic experience. I don't necessarily think of it as a bad thing. It's just something that you're going to run into.
1: Yeah, not all of them can be those uh, Adam Sandler Netflix originals.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. Hey, I haven't watched those, but I also haven't seen the Jack Black Polka King. (laughs) Have you guys seen advertisements for that? No, but it sounds amazing. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to find some friends that I don't like very much and, and have them watch that movie for the podcast. All right, cool. I like I'll you guys enough it. that I... <laughs> yeah, that'll be a great episode. But anywho, the movie Fractured, it starts off with a family of three in a car and they're driving down the road and they stop at a gas station and there's a huge accident with the daughter. So it's a mom, a dad, and their daughter. The daughter falls like maybe 12 or 15 feet. I'm not really sure, but she gets injured. And then the mom gets mad and they have a small fight and they take the daughter to a hospital. And after like 10 minutes in the hospital, the the dad goes to like, well, 10 minutes of movie time in the hospital. The dad goes to check in on his daughter and the hospital has no record of the daughter ever being there. And the movie starts to transition into this movie about is the hospital doing things nefariously? Are they harvesting organs and selling them (laughs) on the black market? Because at one point they show a doctor and an EMT interacting and the doctor hands the EMT like a, a you know, a bucket of what looks like human things inside of it. And then the EMT pulls like a, a sketchy envelope out of his coat to give to the doctor. So the hospital's doing all this sketchy stuff and the dad's just trying to find his family. And and that's what the core of the movie is. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I'm a big fan of the human things, but always yeah. in the human <laughs> things trade.
0: They looked really
1: realistic as far as I know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> my experience is human things yes very realistic <laughs> there was one scene that looked really super fake though it was near the end uh the the father was aggressively looking for his daughter and he sees like these people in body bags and he kind of rips them open and mm-hmm. one of the one of the persons had their chest like excavated and their <laughs> organs were clearly pulled out and it looked like a cheap haunted house gag right, that yeah, you would right, like yeah. walk past at king's island it was hilarious <laughs>
1: You can you can always make a tell... good gag
0: gift or a yeah. chest of some sort exactly.
1: <laughs> I was gonna say, you can always tell like the quality of a movie like based on its lighting and its mm-hmm. uh, visual effects and for the ominous background in this movie it was basically like they just put a gray filter on everything mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> yeah that was something I was not a big fan of throughout is it just the entire like I get you want to portray you know a sense of hopelessness and like a little bit of horror and what the hell is going on but The entire movie had that one color scheme to portray that one, like every single emotion they tried to show that Ray was going through. And it just, again, added to just the lack of uh, creativity, in my opinion.
1: I really think the uh, color thing was doomed from the beginning when the dad didn't even know how to sing a fucking rainbow. (laughs)
0: <laughs> you know i, mean, I like, noticed I that. About that i was like is this how the song goes i don't remember it being like this but i didn't really want to call myself out on it
1: yeah i think sam worthington was just stuck in pandora maybe rainbows are
0: different there hey it's better than clash of the titans <laughs> <laughs> hey at least
2: that one had cool monsters and liam neeson exactly
0: oh yeah you're right <laughs> speaking of sam worthington i can't figure out if he is a good actor or not I can't figure it out what else is
2: he in i can't think of it off I the top of my head
1: he's good when it's not a lot of screen time like for his personal face you
0: know what i mean the big names the big name movies he's in ricardo would be avatar uh wrath of the titans and terminator salvation so yeah now i remember, I remember. Yeah. yeah okay
1: he's really Avatar's... good at playing animated characters
0: is he who's he playing animated character land avatar he's like that's like the dot oh i see what you oh. mean Dude tracking yeah I thought you were referring to Call of Duty because I'm oh. pretty sure he voices he does, the main guy from in, Black like two three <laughs> Call of Duties. That is true. Yeah.
2: So as long as you don't see his face,
0: we're good. I was going to say maybe he's better heard, not seen. Mm. But like at the same time, I don't think he's a bad actor. I just kind of forget about him when I'm not watching yeah. him on the screen. He
1: doesn't have um, notable roles other than the Avatar franchise, which is huge. But mm-hmm. he's like a Nick Cage. He just accepts
0: bad roles. Okay, don't you bring up Nick Cage like that so casually. <laughs> I freaking love Nick Cage. I'm okay? not saying
1: anything bad him. I'm just saying he accepts everything that's thrown at him.
0: You're lucky Manny's not here. He'd have something to say to you. (laughs) It would be probably Um, pretty crazy. That's all I know.
1: (laughs) Is Manny a big fan just because he lives in Washington?
0: No, Manny (laughs) is not a fan. But we have kind of an ongoing joke where every time something holiday pops up or something (laughs) gift-worthy pops up, I send him a Nicolas Cage movie and make him watch it. So he now has like a collection of of shitty Nicolas Cage movies. And the last one I sent him was called... Bad Lieutenant Port of Call Saint New Orleans. It's the longest title of a movie I've ever seen. And get this it's not a sequel, it's a standalone movie. That's insane.
2: I love stuff like that. Like uh, everybody knows Troll 2. It's just so hilarious. There's never an original, uh, like a a first one.
0: (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) So back to Sam Worthington. Uh, I just feel like he joins this list of actors that are Australian that I forget are Australian like Hugh Jackman, Margot Robbie, Robert Taylor, uh, all these actors. I legit, every time I see them on screen, I forget that they're not from America. They pull off such a good accent. You yeah. say
1: strange. the American accent is the easiest one to replicate.
0: Is that true? Yeah. Do they say that? It's just because we're lazy, you know? <laughs> Maybe.
1: I've heard lot so. accents, I like a lot of bad
0: American accents. I feel like a lot of people err on the side of like surfer guy or surfer girl. Yeah,
1: or like country, like twang. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Yeah. I guess maybe the biggest pet peeve whenever an actor goes into like Valley Girl, like, oh, my God, (laughs) like, yeah, this is how all Americans like sound, but you never get a good representation of a country girl, I feel like.
1: True. I wonder maybe if it's really hard to do just a generic American accent. So they always go for like one of the coasts or like a like a popular one.
0: I'm sure there's market research into what sells the most DVDs or Blu-rays should, or whatever. We, they're we should look up
1: days. the last time a foreign actor played a Midwesterner, and see <laughs> if they get the classic. Oh,
0: <laughs> oh! It pisses me off so much because it's so. I do it every day. <laughs> what did you guys think of the wife's name in this movie? They frequently referred to her as Joe. And that kind of threw me off a bit. Every time they said it, I was like, wait, Joe, is that like the dad? No, they're talking to the wife. Who is this? Hmm. Um,
2: Didn't throw me off. Uh, I didn't even think about it. But that's because like for me, I always like shorten like anybody's names. Like every girlfriend I've ever had never went by their, I never called them their first name. So like I I dated a girl um, once and I I just called her by her first initial B. Um, (laughs) Yeah. She ended up being a pretty big B, so. We're not <laughs>
1: uh, ha. But. Wow. wow,
0: did did you think of that one before the show?
2: I did not. No, oh, that okay. one was a that was an original.
0: This is not a therapy session, Ricardo. We're <laughs> supposed to be talking about a movie, okay?
2: Hey, uh, I need help. Don't don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's fair.
2: I was gonna um, say
1: I, I didn't. I didn't mind the name. I, I would have preferred if the actress wasn't in the movie, though. Really? I hate not it. a fan. No. I don't even know where she's from. I just couldn't stand her acting. <laughs> okay.
0: see, I, I don't see know if it, I didn't, I didn't like the role, but the, maybe the that's role what it, was. Was, it was the writing. Yeah. And maybe for it was the writing
1: that... that just set her up to just be an unlikable character.
2: I think the writing to us overall was real bad. Like one line that just pissed me off was when he was giving his name. Um, and it, I believe it was the second time or third time he'd gone up to the front desk and, She's like, oh, Monroe? Is that M-U-N? Who the
0: <laughs> fuck spells Monroe? M-U-N.
1: I had the same exact thought when I when that scene happened.
0: Like, I, Yeah, I feel like there was some intentional trolling going on there.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Like, I get what they were trying to be like, okay, yeah, uh, people at hospitals always mess up names, but it's, <laughs> it's last names like, you know, I'm not going to say my last name now, but <laughs> we'll just st- say my last name for you two who know what it is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's fair. Something else that weird that happened with the names in this movie is the daughter's name is Perry. And the first time that came up, I was like, oh, huh, maybe Perry Mason is the reference. And then the first time she talks to a doctor in the movie, he made the same joke. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <What did> the <laughs> It was like this really weird, like, inception moment for me where I was like, oh, my God, what's happening? Did I write that? Yeah, I was actually kind of disappointed that that's a, you know they didn't
2: kind of stick with just Perry and they made it Periwinkle. Uh, <laughs> they were referencing her favorite show. I don't know what that was. Like I don't know what Periwinkle is, other than like I think they said favorite shell. Oh shell! I thought sh- I thought they said show. Oh God. I'm pretty sure it was <laughs> shell. So. Okay, well there that's
0: you go. That's what Periwinkle is. It's it's a shell that's frequently used in decorations and shitty beach you know necklaces that they sell at waves and stores like that. Oh, look at that. So the intro scene to this movie where they're talking in the car, I thought it was like a wild, jarring ride. Not so the the ride itself, the drive itself was very jarring because they were almost knocked off the road, but I counted it in between 4 minutes. They start in the car having a fight and then a car passes them very aggressively and almost pushes them off the road. And then the daughter reveals that the batteries in her walkie-talkie or whatever, her, her Walkman, I don't know what it was, the batteries in that were dead. And then they try to have this cute moment where they sing a, a song about rainbows as a family in the car. All of this was crammed into, like, four minutes. And I was like, this is the opening scene? What am I watching? Right.
1: Also, the whole battery, like, alcohol decision in the gas station. I don't know what the movie was even playing at trying to like hint at alcoholism it really didn't play a factor at all
0: yeah so the scene he's talking about is when they stop to get batteries uh for the walkman i still don't know what it is um (laughs) the dad is at the he's buying the batteries and buying a coca-cola and a coffee and he also gets two really teeny tiny bottles of whiskey but he actually can't afford all the items that he's buying and so he has to make the choice between buying the whiskey or the batteries he ends up buying the whiskey and he puts the batteries back on the shelf essentially i thought that was also a jarring scene just the transaction taking place because they didn't so there's this long scene it's not incredibly long it's probably four or five seconds where he's looking at something off camera and you can tell that he's being tempted into something but they don't show what it is and I don't understand why they didn't just like show it being a booze bottle. It would have been clear what the temptation was and why he was having this conundrum in his mind. So I thought that was odd. And then when he goes to pay, the lady at the this the counter says that he can only pay in cash, but he she doesn't tell him how much it costs. And he just assumes that he doesn't have enough money. <sighs> I'm telling you, the opening to this movie really threw me off. But luckily after these two scenes is when the movie really starts because after they, they get back in the car, a dog scares the little girl, and she ends up backing into a construction site. And that's that's when the movie really starts.
2: I also thought, I don't know why, but just the way he threw the rock at the dog really pissed me off. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm a baseball player. Oh, well, I used to play baseball, so maybe that's why. It was just like a bad throw. Didn't it bounce off the ground, too?
1: Yeah. Didn't even yeah come that's close to probably what
2: even it know. was. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs>
1: It just looked like he was trying to skip rocks on a fucking open construction site. <laughs> <laughs> and then I
2: love how he just dives after his daughter where when there's clearly no chance that he's going to catch her. Like, I get, you know, dad reflexes, but this is a little much. Right. Also, yeah. I don't think he would... He, he should have landed on his stomach the way he did. He shouldn't have knocked, knocked himself out, at least not on his head. He just would have knocked the wind out. Right. Um, so that little detail also uh, was just... Like, come on. I don't know. Just really mess with me.
1: Gotta set up the plot points, man.
2: Oh, I'm sure course. we'll get to
1: it in a little bit. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was also just backing up a little bit. I don't think they could have picked a less frightening dog than the one that they did pick. Yeah. It was just standing with. the dog. Yeah, it wasn't snarling. It wasn't growling. Like, it could have been a poodle with a, a treat in its mouth, and it would have been more threatening. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just an animal lover. Maybe. So... Who wants to talk about the plot twist? (laughs) Well, I was just,
2: so at the end of the movie, you know, he, he takes all the cops back to the original place and he's like, Hey, this is all what happened. This is what happened to the (laughs) convenience store with the construction site. Exactly. Um, and when they get to the construction site, he's like explaining everything about what happened. Um, but the police officers aren't buying it because, well, there's, they've seen no daughter. They've seen no wife this entire time. Um, he, uh, ended up bringing up his first wife who also happens to be dead um which is a weird detail that they dis- uh, decided to throw in there so he ends up uh not being believed by the cops and they try to arrest him so he turns on them and is like oh my god am i making this all up and then he sees a fucking dog and he's like no it's real i see it and he gets hope drives back to the hospital and that's when he starts going through all those bodies and well, that we had mentioned earlier with the pre- people with that the wide open chest of missing organs and he steals a body and that we think is his daughter and his wife, but it just turns out to be some poor sap who's going (laughs) to die now because this guy's insane. (laughs) And it's just like, I get again, the double plot twist and, you know, trying to uh, M night, Shemala, blah, 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 (laughs) uh, everything. But it it was just so forced and, ah, I mean, you knew something like this was coming the moment you started seeing, like, all the doctors and the
1: nurses and the hospital staff kind of just like, okay, is this guy okay? But... Something else that really bothered me about that whole chain of events is the fact that one guy against four police officers a (laughs) drug dog and two other people and he is able to flip the scene and just force them all into a bathroom and then block it by just like a a metal shelf.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There was just uh, this movie for me, just like, it got so many details wrong. Yeah. Um,
1: And things that shouldn't be that hard to get wrong either. No, like
2: be right. Like exactly in that situation, there could have been a much easier way of handling that. Um, They didn't have a problem with him shooting and, you know, injuring other people so i don't think that would have been the best route but that right. would have been another route that would be more realistic for them to go on
1: that. yeah at least a little bit of excitement oh for <laughs> sure ability exactly <laughs> but yeah all along like so they set it up to be this whole nefarious plot but the only believable character is sam worthington like all yeah. the nurses and doctors they just seem to be weird people there's mm-hmm. no overbearing sense of like damn that dude's creepy um it's just all just like flippant terrible acting by the supporting yeah. cast and heavily carried by Sam Worthington, even though mm-hmm. all of his blurred scenes made me almost seasick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, that was one thing Uh, back when he first got, like when he jumped down after his daughter, the, that entire, you know, that's, there's that stereotypical Hollywood effect of, mm-hmm. okay, this guy's dazed and confused, but for, I don't know. I felt like they really overdid that sound effect
1: there. Oh Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like half the movie was dazed and confused.
2: Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically once you find out that, well, once you find out that the, the, that Ray had taken that one person's body and he thinks it's his kids the entire time, it's just, it's, 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 a, it, they did at least at the end, I think succeed in like a disturbing little ending. Cause you know, what's going on and Ray's you know, happy with himself, even though he just, you know, committed, um, A lot of (laughs)
0: crimes
2: (laughs) and you know that he's got this convulsing body in his in his uh car so i will give them that they did succeed in making me feel disturbed but other than that that was like the only moment where i was like feeling that horror vibe that i think they were going for yeah i agree
0: yeah and my big problem with the horror vibe and with the the plot twist and the double plot twist was I actually saw all of this coming from the opening, Mm. which was really sad for me, but I watched too many movies and too many television shows. Yeah. So the opening scene, when when their daughter falls and she's obviously injured, he wakes up from being unconscious. And then his wife, Joe, comes over and is like pounding on him. And she's pounding on his chest and she's angry at him screaming. And then he pushes her off to the side. And then there's this really deliberate shot where they zoom in on sam worthington's eyes and just hold there for like five seconds mm-hmm. mm. and i just knew i was like okay this is the diverging point where he starts to go crazy or something everything else from here is what's going to be referenced <laughs> after the
1: plot with yeah I was so, saying, even in that same situation like when they there's a point where they uh, so when he at the end when he does kill his wife it's real that he she, she pushes her and she punctures her head on some rebarb But even in the initial scene, it looked like there was blood on the rebarb, like as if they were trying to, like, foreshadow it. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And the get well soon balloon that they show was also a foreshadow. (laughs) So I went the whole movie knowing that he was probably crazy and in the wrong. Mm -hmm. And then so midway through the movie, he somehow convinces multiple police officers and doctors and a security (laughs) officer to review security tape of the hospital. And they go through and they show a security tape of the lobby. And very conveniently, Joe and Perry are not on the computer screen because they're sitting just in that special corner where the screen (laughs) doesn't cover. And I was like, yeah, they're definitely not here. I know exactly what's going on. Also,
2: the fact that, oh, yeah, our security system, it's an old version and it skips every 30 (laughs) seconds. So we're, you know, half of the day. We just don't record. What? What kind Mm -hmm. of – (laughs) <laughs> what kind of security system does that? And like, that's such an unnecessary detail because they were never there in the first place. <laughs> like I, I, I get that they're trying to be like, okay, here's a little bit of doubt that the audience can buy into along with Ray, but it's just one of those things. that's just not realistic. Um, and it's just, it's just too obvious to be able to hold up and build the suspense that they're going for. All
1: right, let me ask you this. Now that we've talked about the movie, what would you guys have done differently or what would, what would you have changed in it?
0: I would have cast Sam Elliott as the guard. Oh, that would have been cool. Instead of having the store brand version of Sam Elliott, <laughs> the Meyer so, version. Yeah. The, the security guard in this movie is, is clearly like, uh, he's rocking a Sam Elliott mustache and it's, it's a great mustache. I'm, I'm a connoisseur of mustaches in many ways. You but... eat them a lot. <laughs> yes, that's exactly correct. <laughs> That would have been
2: uh, um, really disturbing, though, to have a Sam Elliott in his deep voice just yelling at the guy the entire
0: time, calling him yeah. fool. <laughs> what would I have changed? I think the dialogue is what I would have changed because, after, after the incident, you know, the the motivating incident of the movie. The wife and the daughter, they both just start speaking really odd. And you yeah. can tell that it's its Sam Rockwell's character kind of like making up Excuse words me. on Excuse their behalf. Right
1: there. Sam Rockwell is an amazing actor?
0: Yes, Sam Worthington. <laughs> <laughs> I do get them confused. And we just did a movie with Sam Rockwell. So. All right, fair enough, uh, fair enough. I'll let it slide this time. <laughs> that's fair. Just this one. <laughs> um, so the wife and the daughter, they get kind of like naggy in a weird way. And for me, it was really obvious that Sam Worthington, uh, ahem, Sam Worthington's <laughs> character, was making up dialogue on their behalf. Because, like, at the the lobby of the mm-hmm. uh, emergency room, she's like, do something, Ray. Do something. Mm-hmm. And she says that, like, eight times. And that's kind of, like, all that she says. Mm-hmm. And I just have a feeling that that's basically, like, probably how he perceived his wife mm-hmm. as being mm-hmm. an Aggie. Maybe yeah, that that's makes sense. The other part
1: of it that made me hate her, maybe maybe I didn't see it in that light. That like, he he was doing the talking for her and how he saw her.
0: Yeah, that's what I was talking about earlier when I I, I didn't really care for the character, but yeah. I think it was the writing and the dialogue yeah. that did it more than her acting. That's fair.
2: Yeah, for sure. Plus, I mean, what mother is just going to sit there with a the kid waiting when? And just telling her husband to go do it. No, any real couple is going to just be there at the front desk screaming, get my daughter in the emergency room. So I think that was, I didn't real I didn't think about it in the moment, but in retrospect, that's a dead giveaway when you stop and think about it.
0: Yeah. Well, and people in line with minor tummy aches would have probably let them cut in line. Yeah. <laughs> at least I would have.
1: I forgot about this scene, but can we go back to the fact that... So, we talked about how he finally gets down to the basement and discovers what he thinks is these surgeons operating on his daughter and they want to steal her eyeballs. (laughs) Um, And he takes the body and he's fighting off these surgeons and he there's an oxygen... He shoots at them and misses and breaks an oxygen pipe. So, there's live oxygen just going into the entire OR. And, of course, he shoots again and any spark would have set off that entire room but somehow he's the only one that is not in flames and just gets to walk out of there
2: (laughs) yep that's that 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 shit always makes me mad um what i can't remember what's the dude's name transformers director
1: michael bay Uh,
2: yeah that was a michael bay moment that was just it was just so stupid too It, it made no sense it was not necessary Oh, moments like that just piss
1: me off. If it was Michael Bay, uh, I think that the building would have started collapsing around <laughs> them and he would have had to race to get out before the building collapsed.
2: And he still would have stolen the wrong body.
1: Yeah. And then Megan Fox would have been the nurse at the end.
0: <laughs> okay, I can, I can get behind this. This is a good idea.
1: Speaking <laughs> of got what, into a Honda CRV, would have
0: had a Knight Rider voice and it would have transformed into something bigger. <laughs> Dude, are we going to make this movie? <laughs> uh, <yes.
2: laughs> but yeah but about things back to the point about what you would change about it um the biggest thing for me was just like how mean the doctors and nurses and everybody was to him like
1: mm-hmm.
2: get the, they were i feel like they were trying to make a point like about the health industry and how calloused and cold people can be mm-hmm. but they they took it to like 11 it was it was just to a point to where okay this guy is clearly in mental like um stress but everybody just keeps treating like he's a piece of shit and then like he talks to the nurse and she has the gall to flirt with the dude she calls and just like hey tim how's it going and then she sees the guy angry and she's like oh yeah i'm at my job and i need to help people so like i get what they were going for and i also understand they're trying to you know um like portray how stressful the situation is for him mm-hmm. But I think that also goes back to uh, what Dave was saying about the dialogue, because none of those actors really had a chance with half the lines they were given. Mm -hmm. Um, And then another thing was also, uh, I think this movie just missed so many little details. Like um, when he went and talked, I can't remember his name, but that doctor who um, originally saw his wife and Perry, Mm
1: -hmm. um,
2: this guy's talking to his wife and he's talking to Perry. Um, is that entire situation just imagined? Because when, how are you, they're trying to establish like Ray as the person to believe, but where do we draw the line of, okay, he's imagining this stuff where his daughter is and his wife are there and present, but is he also imagining the entire conversations now? Um, and it's things like that, that really ruined it for me that I think if you could just change it a little bit Mm -hmm. and you'd still have some other problems but I think those two things would be the biggest things that would help make this movie watchable again.
1: Yeah, definitely at least some subtlety in areas would have helped a lot. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, there were multiple times in the movie that I I didn't understand why Ray just wouldn't use his life force powers like (laughs) Ray and Star Wars to bring everybody
1: (laughs) back. It's because it was R-A-Y not E-Y. Oh, okay, like famous yeah. rays. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. See like that's it, Romano. If it had been Monroe M U N, we would have seen that, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> so what's next on the radar, Dave?
0: Next on the radar in terms of next movies that we're gonna be talking about? Yeah. We've got Showgirls coming up as the next episode. Ooh, I'm oh really shit. About that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh and then that one then the one after is gonna be called Set It Up. I haven't seen Set It Up. I've definitely seen is that Showgirls? Disney Channel
1: Original about a team of downtrodden volleyball girls and how they'll ride their way to the state championship.
2: Is this a real thing, or did you just make that up?
1: I mean, I'm sh- I'm sure there's a movie like that.
0: Because
1: <laughs> that's that's, if you just made that up, that's fucking brilliant.
0: I'm <laughs> sure <laughs> there is a movie like that, except it's actually a, a tragical movie because it's about <laughs> one of the volleyball gals dies, and then they, they rally around her death to to make a run for the championship. That movie came out in, like, 2018, and please don't ask me what the title is. Because I did not see it. <laughs> that's hilarious that's fair let me ask you this what's your process for picking movies the process for picking movies well the first thing that i do is i pick the people i'm going to be recording with and then i try to ask them if they have a movie preference and mm-hmm. if nothing shakes out i'll recommend a movie and we'll we'll get it in the books
2: i would love to participate in the show girls one let me tell you that movie made me a man as a child
0: oh my god unsubscribe please (laughs) i don't want to hear the rest of this oh you do oh my
2: (sighs) no i'll never forget it though uh i was um at my sister's visiting her in california with my mom and i was just on netflix or what i think it was netflix um looking for something to watch and i looked in most recent and i was in my uh sister's husband's account um <laughs> and there it was showgirls i was like what's this um push play and uh my mind was opened
1: <laughs> there you go yep I'm trying to think what movie made me a man it's probably a uh, little mermaid or something like that
0: I think I'd have to go with one of any of the Britney Spears music videos. Just yeah, watch one. the extended edition and pretend like it was a movie. <laughs> yeah. No, I just looped the three minutes for an hour and a half. That was enough for me. That'll do it. Well, do you guys have anything else to add about Fractured? Um, I wouldn't say it's worth the time, honestly.
2: Yeah. Uh, if you're going to watch yeah. a movie, if you're looking for something, uh, this ain't it. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't regret watching it or discussing it with you fellows. But at the same time, if you ask me about this movie Mm -hmm. 30 days from now, I'm not going to remember it. Let me ask
1: you this because I just had this thought. Do you think they intended for the girl to break her arm so that she had a fracture and then they could call (laughs) the movie Fractured, but it would also represent Sam Worthington's mental state?
0: You sure it wasn't Sam Rockwell? I'm
1: positive. <laughs> <laughs> Almost I'm imagining A. him.
0: I don't know. I don't know what's <laughs> real anymore after watching that movie. <laughs> One of the things that like, I guess I can add on to here real quick was I was just really impressed and also horrified at the body count that they let him rack up. So yeah. in this movie, he kills either intentionally or unintentionally. It's not real clear, but the daughter dies, his wife dies. He, he, literally chokes to death a security <laughs> guard he shoots a doctor he shoots an explosion in an operating room and then he steals the patient that was being operated on and just throws them in their car with their guts spilling out mm-hmm. so he kills like 15 I say people that puts some in double digits right <laughs> yeah and, and then if you factor in his wife that he may have killed in a drug driving accident mm-hmm. like this guy's got a legit body count going on yeah he's not to be fucked with you know
2: Well, you know, it kind of makes sense, though, because, you know, this uh, this entire world is a very gray world. You know, it's a gray area here when we're talking about morality, you know. (laughs) So as long as he's doing it for love, it's okay.
1: Was that an actual conversation from the writer's table?
2: Oh, for sure. For sure. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that was something that really pissed me off, too. Like, you know, I get it. You're going crazy. You want your your. daughter and your wife back but i don't think they i don't think they uh that they they just said okay we need this character to go through trouble and do this shit so he's going Mm -hmm. to they don't build up that stress like that was not enough for any logical person who granted he's Going crazy, but I don't think that was enough for him to start killing people. <laughs> um, it, it, that's one thing that always pisses me off with movies is whenever they're just like, okay, we need this character to break and do something that is um, abnormal from a normal person, but we're not going to build it up properly. It's even mm-hmm. worse when they, you know, uh, Game of Thrones the entire thing and have somebody just completely go opposite of everything they've ever shown just because they need the, the the plot twist type thing.
1: You know, I would argue that most movies you can tell quality by the length of the movie. I'm sure there's some exceptions, but like a movie like this was an hour and a half. There's no way you can craft the story they wanted to tell and pull it all off successfully in an hour and a half. Yeah,
0: I think that's a very, very good point. But then again, it took nine hours to tell in movie form. But those aren't good movies, though. Yeah, I don't think movie length is really an indicator of if the movie is going to be good or not. It's just a nice judgment point. I think it can
2: be like something to definitely take into account um, depending on what you're trying to do with a movie. Like it would be really interesting to see what movies that follow this type of formula to see if there is a correlation between their length and um, how good it's perceived in, uh, you know, history.
0: Yeah, if this movie had been longer, I would be more mad at it. But if it would have been shorter, I would be less <laughs> mad at it because it would have wasted less of my time. There you
2: go. <laughs> to be fair, you know, give this movie another 30 minutes with the writers, directors, and everybody involved. Would they have really been able to make it that much better? Or would we have just gotten another 30 minutes of bullshit?
0: Very true. Probably 30 minutes of bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Definitely 30 minutes yeah. of bullshit.
2: Also, another thing I just remembered is when he originally goes in and like, tries to like force his way back behind with all the patients the nurse fucking injects him with like some sort of uh <laughs> tranquilizer or some shit it's, I don't know. they would yeah they would never do that like <laughs> that's not you know how much how much trouble that would like how, that
0: hospital would be in how much they would, that dude could sue for and did they pepper spray him and sedate him yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I mean, feel like that's a double whammy like you only have to do one or the other <laughs> They were trying to kill this motherfucker. They knew he was going to kill 15 of their friends. <laughs> All fellas. I think that wraps up Fractured. I appreciate you both coming on and talking about this movie with me. Absolutely. Thanks My for pleasure. having us. pleasure. Thanks for having us. Oh, jinx. Fine. Thanks for any uh, listeners that tuned in and listened to this one. Uh, next week, we're, like we said, we're going to be talking about showgirls. I should have. Ben and Kelsey on is the current plan.
1: Oh, it should bad. be a
0: wild episode. I know Boom. he insisted. He, he said, you know, I asked him what movie he wanted to see and he said it had to have at least 30 minutes of topless women. So I was like, <laughs> okay, I'll, All right. I'll be standard, no. ben, whatever you say.
2: That really narrows it down, honestly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Thanks everybody. And have a great day. You
2: as well.